Welcome to the Daily Walk Podcast, brought to you by Walk Through the Bible. The Daily Walk Podcast is a daily devotional that will guide you on a life-changing journey through the Bible in one year. Join us every day to hear the entire Bible in a year, alongside a daily devotional thought that will help bring God's Word alive for you. Today's Daily Walk devotion comes from 2 Samuel chapters 8-10. through 10. Once David has consolidated his nation politically and religiously, he turns to the task of being God's man of war. By subduing the neighboring nations, David extends the borders of Israel, Philistia to the southwest, Amalek to the south, Edom, Moab, and Ammon to the east, Syria to the northeast, Zobah to the north, each succumbs to David's withering assault. But though he is a man of war, David maintains a tender heart. He seeks out and befriends the sole surviving heir of Saul's dynasty, a lame grandson named Mephibosheth, by making him part of the king's own family. Now let's listen to 2 Samuel 8-10. through 10. 2 Samuel 8 In the course of time, David defeated the Philistines and subdued them, and he took Metheg Amah from the control of the Philistines. David also defeated the Moabites. He made them lie down on the ground and measured them off with a length of cord. Every two lengths of them were put to death, and the third length was allowed to live. So the Moabites became subject to David and brought him tribute. Moreover, David defeated Hadadezer, son of Rehob, king of Zobah, when he went to restore his monument at the Euphrates River. David captured a thousand of his chariots, seven thousand charioteers, and twenty thousand foot soldiers. He hamstrung all but a hundred of the chariot horses. When the Aramaeans of Damascus came to help Hadadezer, king of Zobah, David struck down twenty-two thousand of them. He put garrisons in the Aramean kingdom of Damascus, and the Aramaeans became subject to him and brought tribute. The Lord gave David victory wherever he went. David took the gold shields that belonged to the officers of Hadadezer and brought them to Jerusalem. From Teba and Barathai, towns that belonged to Hadadezer, King David took a great quantity of bronze. When too, king of Hamath, heard that David had defeated the entire army of Hadadezer, he sent his son Joram to King David to greet him and congratulate him on his victory in battle over Hadadezer, who had been at war with two. Joram brought with him articles of silver, of gold, and of bronze. King David dedicated these articles to the Lord, as he had done with the silver and gold from all the nations he had subdued, Edom and Moab, the Ammonites and the Philistines, and Amalek. He also dedicated the plunder taken from Hadadezer, son of Rehob, king of Zobah. And David became famous after he returned from striking down 18,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. He put garrisons throughout Edom, and all the Edomites became subject to David. The Lord gave David victory wherever he went. David reigned over all Israel, doing what was just and right for all his people. Joab, son of Zeruiah, was over the army, Jehoshaphat, son of Ahilud was recorder, Zadok, son of Ahitub, and Ahimelech, son of Abiathar, were priests. Saraiah was secretary. Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, was over the Carathites and Pelathites, and David's sons were priests. 2 Samuel 9 David asked, Is there anyone still left of the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? 
Now there was a servant of Saul's household named Ziba. They summoned him to appear before David, and the king said to him, Are you Ziba? At your service, he replied. The king asked, Is there no one still alive from the house of Saul to whom I can show God's kindness? Ziba answered the king, There is still a son of Jonathan. He is lame in both feet. Where is he? the king asked. Ziba answered, He is at the house of Machir, son of Amiel, in Lodabar. So King David had him brought from Lodabar, from the house of Machir, son of Amiel. When Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David, he bowed down to pay him honor. David said, Mephibosheth, at your service, he replied. Don't be afraid, David said to him, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. I will restore to you all the land that belonged to your grandfather, Saul, and you will always eat at my table. Mephibosheth bowed down and said, What is your servant that you should notice a dead dog like me? Then the king summoned Ziba, Saul's steward, and said to him, I have given your master's grandson everything that belonged to Saul and his family. You and your sons and your servants are to farm the land for him and bring in the crops, so that your master's grandson may be provided for. And Mephibosheth, grandson of your master, will always eat at my table. Now Ziba had fifteen sons and twenty servants. Then Ziba said to the king, Your servant will do whatever my lord the king commands his servant to do. So Mephibosheth ate at David's table like one of the king's sons. Mephibosheth had a young son named Micah, and all the members of Ziba's household were servants of Mephibosheth. And Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem because he always ate at the king's table. He was lame in both feet. 2 Samuel 10 In the course of time, the king of the Ammonites died, and his son Hanan succeeded him as king. David thought, I will show kindness to Hanan, son of Nahash, just as his father showed kindness to me. So David sent a delegation to express his sympathy to Hanan concerning his father. When David's men came to the land of the Ammonites, the Ammonite commanders said to Hanan their lord, Do you think David is honoring your father by sending envoys to you to express sympathy? Hasn't David sent them to you only to explore the city and spy it out and overthrow it? So Hanan seized David's envoys, shaved off half of each man's beard, cut off their garments at the buttocks, and sent them away. When David was told about this, he sent messengers to meet the men, for they were greatly humiliated. The king said, Stay at Jericho till your beards have grown, and then come back. When the Ammonites realized that they had become obnoxious to David, they hired 20,000 Aramean foot soldiers from Beth Rehob and Zobah, as well as the king of Makkah with a thousand men, and also 12,000 men from Tob. On hearing this, David sent Joab out with the entire army of fighting men. The Ammonites came out and drew up in battle formation at the entrance of their city gate, while the Arameans of Zobah and Rehob and the men of Tob and Makkah were by themselves in the open country. Joab saw that there were battle lines in front of him and behind him, so he selected some of the best troops in Israel and deployed them against the Arameans. He put the rest of the men under the command of Abishai, his brother, and deployed them against the Ammonites. Joab said, If the Arameans are too strong for me, 
then you are to come to my rescue. But if the Ammonites are too strong for you, then I will come to rescue you. Be strong, and let us fight bravely for our people and the cities of our God. The Lord will do what is good in his sight. Then Joab and the troops with him advanced to fight the Arameans, and they fled before him. When the Ammonites realized that the Arameans were fleeing, they fled before Abishai and went inside the city. So Joab returned from fighting the Ammonites and came to Jerusalem. After the Arameans saw that they had been routed by Israel, they regrouped. Hadadezer had Arameans brought from beyond the Euphrates River. They went to Helam, with Shobak, the commander of Hadadezer's army, leading them. When David was told of this, he gathered all Israel, crossed the Jordan, and went to Helam. The Arameans formed their battle lines to meet David and fought against him, but they fled before Israel. And David killed 700 of their charioteers and 40,000 of their foot soldiers. He also struck down Shobak, the commander of their army, and he died there. When all the kings who were vassals of Hadadezer saw that they had been routed by Israel, they made peace with the Israelites and became subject to them. So the Arameans were afraid to help the Ammonites anymore. Here's our Daily Walk devotional thought for today. Insurance companies today have a name for those who apply for insurance while suffering from heart disease or have a family history of premature death. Such individuals are labeled bad risks. When a new king came to the throne in the ancient Near East, you might say the remaining family members of the preceding dynasty were bad risks. According to the custom of the day, they had two chances for survival, slim and none. The usual practice was for the new king to pursue and slaughter any possible claimants to the throne. That's why David's gesture of mercy and clemency to Mephibosheth was so amazing. God's grace to us, which is illustrated by this story, is even greater. God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us, Romans 5.8 says. If you have never received God's grace, do it right now. If you have, then thank God anew for it. Then look for a Mephibosheth in your life who needs to learn about God's love and forgiveness from you. Thank you for joining us today for the Daily Walk podcast from Walk Through the Bible. Be with us tomorrow as we continue our life-changing journey through the Bible in a year. Love this episode of the Daily Walk podcast? We'd love for you to rate and give us a review on iTunes or Google Play. Make sure you subscribe so you won't miss an episode as we walk through God's Word together. For more resources to help you live God's Word, visit walkthrough.org. That's W-A-L-K-T-H-R-U dot O-R-G. Walk through the Bible. Take a walk. Change the world.